Hello, everyone. Thank you for checking out this Tuesday special podcast episode. But before we get into this episode, I just want to let everyone know this is the first volume of the Mental Health Awareness or Mental Health Matters episodes that we're partnering with 1820 Apparel. Uh, there's going to be a few. I'm not sure that they're going to be in order so that we might just sprinkle them in here and there. It's all about scheduling and getting with uh, the people that are helping me out with it that have uh, suffered or had mental health issues in in their life. And uh, this is a very candid interview with Mark, and I, I, I enjoyed it. And it's my first take on it. My first, Not my first conversation, but my first conversation on a public forum with someone about this. Uh, I try not to hold anything back, but I also try to respect uh, his privacy and uh, what he wants out there and what he doesn't want out there. Uh, I got to commend Mark. He's very open, very, uh, very appreciative of the opportunity. And I appreciate him more than, more than he knows for taking advantage of the opportunity and helping me out with this. Because it's a big cause to me and a big cause to 1820 Apparel. So if you can, uh, 1820 has released a shirt that is a mental health matters slash mental health awareness shirt. I think it's pretty cool. I helped design it. And uh, yeah, if you want to support it, you can go. Some proceeds are going to go to a mental health awareness group. Uh, maybe, I, mean, I don't know. They might do a few different groups, but that's that seems like that's what that company is all about. And 1820 is uh, helping out people and helping out organizations they believe in. And uh, bringing, uh, bringing matters into light that, that needs a public forum and people to understand that is there. So uh, without further ado, thank you to 1820 for partnering with me on this and the Tuesday Special Podcast. And thank you to you, everyone listening and taking your time listening to these uh, people's stories about mental health awareness. Thank you. Hello again and welcome to another episode of the Tuesday Special Podcast. It's me, it's Patrick, your normal host. This is how we do it every week. Uh, You heard the intro. This is volume one of the Mental Health Awareness episodes that uh, I reached out to on uh, like Facebook and Twitter about a month ago, uh, wanting to do these. Some very brave, uh, very beautiful people ste- stepped up, and uh, I'm going to be recording these uh, throughout the next month. I'm not sure that they're going to be in order, as you heard in the uh, intro before the intro music came in. I don't know, like the precursor to the episode. Uh, but this is the first one, and uh, it's with my guest, Mark Anderson. Uh, I've only known Mark for about, I'm going to say about a year. And uh, I met him through Dutch. We talk, we kind of talk about it in the episode. From the get-go, whenever I met Mark, I could tell he was a special human being. And he's he's an awesome dude. Had no idea when I read, when I put up on uh, social media that I was looking for some people to take part in uh, in these in these episodes to that would, wouldn't mind to share their journey. Uh, Mark was the first one to hit me up. So I wanted his podcast episode to be the the first out of all of them. And I was happy with it. I didn't. I had no idea when I went and met him uh, in a place in Salisbury. We talk about that too. A uh, very unique setting in an open public forum. And at first, when I listened to the audio after we did the interview, I was like, "Man, there's so much background noise." I'm I'm a particular about like studio quality and the highest quality sound as possible. It's easy on your ears. Uh, it shows a level of professionalism to the show. But uh, I, once like diving into it and listening to it, I, I like it because the I explained this in the in my talk with Mark, and I wanted to reiterate it in the in the intro, is the the whole 
point of this is to bring awareness to mental health issues. And, uh, and I like the fact that we recorded this in a public setting with families around us, with, with other people eating around us. And, uh, we didn't hide in a, in a studio. We didn't just have, I mean, even though it was a private conversation, it was a private conversation in a public forum. And, uh, and, and I think that just pushes the point even more that it, you can talk about this anywhere you need to, anytime that you need to, it doesn't matter. It's, it is, it is something that needs to be easy to talk about as something that needs to be made aware, uh, more aware and more comfortable to speak on. So more people can get help that need it. So, uh, I, I was happy with the conversation. Mark is amazing, amazing dude. You'll hear it in, in, in the interview. He don't think he did well. I think he did amazing is exactly what I wanted. And, uh, like I'm, I'm breaking the ice on, on having this conversation in a public forum, uh, as he is. And, uh, I can't commend him enough of his, his, him, his bravery and, uh, his willingness to, to step out and into like a, a small spotlight, but spotlight nonetheless, and share his story. And, uh, some of the stuff we talk about, it gets kind of deep, uh, and it might, it's not comfortable, but, uh, that's what this is about. It's about, uh, talking about everything and people learning from experiences and, uh, just having the ability to cope with, with this disease and, uh, this, this, this mental, this mental chemical imbalance. I don't, I don't even know what it is. It's just, uh, it's, it's something that people deal with on a daily basis and we need to bring awareness and come, and come up with systems and figure out a way to help them, uh, because no one should leave this world earlier than they should because of mental health. I know it happens. I know it's going to continue to happen, but I will do everything in my power to, to bring awareness to it and make sure that I can keep people from committing suicide and knowing their value, the value of their life and their being and their, the positivity and love that they share, even when they don't believe they share it. That's, that's, that's what I'm here for. And that's what this is all about. Now, before we get into this episode, I just want to give a few uh, a few sources or places you can go if you're having any suicidal thoughts or any need any counseling or having any mental health issues. Uh, there's three I, I researched online, and I'm not sure that these are the top places in the area. These are the three places that I read about and I felt comfortable putting on this podcast. Uh, one is it's no secret is the National Suicide Hotline. And that's 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. If you're ever struggling and, and it gets to the point that you feel like you might want to commit suicide, please call this number. They have counselors that can help you and talk you through it and and, and help you understand uh, that that's not that's not the best the best scenario. So uh, once again, it's the National Suicide Hotline 1-800-273-8255. Also, I found this cool website that has professional counselors on. 24-7, around the clock. It's just a cool website. Go check it out. It's betterhelp.com. They have counselors for anything from, uh, like, like once again, suicidal uh, ideations to uh, depression uh, to just needing a, needing uplifting talk. I've researched it. It looks like an awesome site. Uh, has a lot of good reviews. And if you don't want to talk to anybody in person, like on a phone, if, if you need to go through the web so you can talk in text, then then betterhelp.com is where you need to go. And last but not least, those who have listened to this podcast, either one episode or all the episodes, or just some episodes, know that I'm from the greater Charlotte, North Carolina area. And uh, one, one other website and service center that I found is, is the Hopeway Foundation. 
It's at HopeWayFoundation.com. They have a facility in the Charlotte area. Uh, They offer programs, services, counselors, anything and everything. This is another tool that's local that you can go right now, today, right at this time, and get some help. Uh, Don't think there's nobody out there to help you. There's always people out there to help you. And these are tools that you can reach out and use those to get help because you mean the world to us and we want you to understand how valuable you are to us. Thank you once again if you are dealing with anything or you having any type of suicidal thoughts or depression or anything, please, I beg you to reach out to one, if not multiple of these services to find the help that you need and to understand uh, how beautiful of a person you are and how much you mean to so many people in this world. Thank you guys for listening. Let's get on to the episode with my good friend, Mark Anderson. So you're talking to the mic. Yeah, you know how to do this? Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. Kind of. We're on a rooftop in Salisbury, North Carolina, staring at a beautiful mural. Uh, Do you know the history of the mural? I do not. Somebody Somebody told me one time. I can't remember what it is. So we're at a venue place restaurant. It's really good in Salisbury called Go Burrito. And we're on the rooftop bar, and there's just us and one other family here. But uh, I'm here for a reason, and uh, this is volume one of a three-part, maybe three, I haven't decided if it's three or four-part series, but do you want me to say Mark? Yeah, that works. Full name, or just Mark? Oh, Mark Mark Anderson. Mark Anderson. So I'm sitting here with Mark Anderson, and and let me give you a little backstory. I'm going to give a little backstory in the intro, but I sent out a message because uh, the big thing for me is learning uh, mental health and learning... Uh, and just talking to people and what I found in the past is uh, my conversations with people is what has gotten me the most knowledge about something that I'm completely unknowledgeable about right Uh, and then Mark was the first one to reach out to me after I put out a post asking if anybody would like to speak on it and I respect that because you're making yourself very vulnerable and opening yourself up oh yeah are you scared about that or no it's uh we're we're gonna see how it goes Patrick we're gonna see see what happens it'll be fun I apologize. I'm, I'm kind of in the shade. You're straight in the sun. Oh, you can hear the sunshine yeah. on this microphone. Oh, yeah. They, yeah, they that's, know. That, that's what that buzz is, is the sunshine killing this microphone. <laughs> but uh, so as I stated, and I'm going to let you give a little back. Actually, before we jump into it, give a little backstory on just who you are. Because usually, not, like, not to downplay who you are. It's like right. they, people that I have on the podcast either have like a comedy background or a They're well-known background. names. Yeah, yes. it's people, people that then, and this, is, and this isn't about... Uh, it's, it's not. About, it's not really about the person. It's, it's, it's more about your experiences with mental health and your ability to push through, and what help you what help you had, and and how you dealt with it, and how you continue to deal with it, et cetera, et cetera. But just give us a little background about you as a person and how you got to this point. I mean, we'll get into all the all the mental health stuff. Right. Right. Oh, well, I'm Mark Anderson, as stated before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Patrick through our love of wrestling. Yeah. And, and one uh, Christian Dutch. One Christian Dutch, <laughs> who you may know. Dutch, how you doing? Um, I'm a DJ at the restaurant backslash bar that we're at right now, and I DJ around town, and I do a little acting 
I'm actually got rehearsals for a play today called The Wiz. So shameless plug. Yeah. Patrick, if you're ever in When's Salisbury, it? So when North does Carolina, it start? It oh, will begin the final weekend of July and okay. the first weekend of August. Is it is it running for like a month? Or yes, just, it is. Okay. Yes, it is. It's gonna do the, the play schedule. Yep. And it's gonna be it's gonna be a great show, so come to that and yeah, I just do a few things around town to to stay busy, which is one of the things we'll get into uh, later on in this podcast is is the art of staying busy. So mm-hmm. that's really who I am. Just not. I, 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 I don't have as interesting of a story. No, no, no. Some your story is interesting. It's good. It's interesting. It's I can I can tell by on your face yeah. that it's interesting. And we're gonna get to it. The I love the fact that you do stuff that like you do passion projects. Right. So right. That's stuff exactly that what don't, doesn't necessarily. Like I, I try to preach to people so much about you don't don't base it on money. Even though you make your money, correct. There's a time that you make your money. There's also a time that you do what you're passionate about. That gives you the experiences of doing what you're passionate about. Because if you, I feel like if you go through your entire lifespan and don't do something you're passionate about, it then what were you? No, doing? You're not. You're not. Yeah. Right. You didn't. You didn't live fulfill, a fulfilled life. Correct. No, I don't care if you have a million dollars in the bank. If you earn that million working a job that you hate the entire time. Right, you were well, never fulfilled. Between you and I, honestly, I would care if I had a million dollars. Oh in yeah, oh, yeah. I'm not nice. saying I wouldn't care. <laughs> I'm just saying that, that that might that might not necessarily be fulfillment. Right. All right. So since this is about mental health, yes, and, and we're taking it serious, we will joke around some, but of uh, that's just our, both of our nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we are taking this. This is a serious subject, and this is our this is my way through my podcast, and also Mark's way since he agreed to be a guest on the podcast. Yes, sir. Of of just putting it out there and giving you stories and experiences. So if you ever go through it, you understand what's going on. Gives you a little a little prep preparation if mm-hmm. there is anything if there is any type of preparation for depression. Or mental uh, mental health uh, illness, but uh, we like so. When did it start? Like, when, when did you first notice? Like when did I fully not comprehend what was going on? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, not fully comprehend because I I also want to like stretch back into what what was it like going through having these uh, spells that you had and not right. uh, not completely comprehending or not understanding what was happening and how you coped with that and how how you moved into and what steps you took to. Com- to get that um, comprehension or understanding of what was yes, going sir. on. Well, growing up overall um, is tough. Mm-hmm. Being a teenager, being a tween, things like that. And waking up and your body's already changing and having what we'll get into later, I like to describe as a chemical imbalance, yeah. just how doctors like to describe it. Yeah. Just throwing you off from day to day. You want to go to school and you want to interact with your friends and hear their funny stories and talk about the cartoons you guys have watched and the movies and and you know, with friends like mine, your anime and your comic books and things like that. But sometimes you just show up and you're so disinterested. Yeah. And so many things you would be interested in, and that's a very common trope in in mental health is being disinterested, not feeling like you can get out of bed. And growing up, I just thought, well, this is this is getting older. Yeah. So I didn't think anything of it. It's like being tired. I, right. It says, oh, I'm getting older. I'm getting tired. I'm getting physically tired, mentally tired. Man, oh man, that homework. It, it, it took me out. I'm tired. I, I don't feel like hanging out with my friends today. And you go through stress and just growing up. And Is it more unnecessary stress? Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. And, it's, and I grew up, we won't get into it because we don't have five hours, but I grew up uh, not the nicest. I'll say that. It was yeah. a rough upbringing in general. So I thought it was just maturing at a faster rate. Yeah. You know, I didn't think it was, oh, uh, I'm abnormally sad or things like that, you know, especially when I was 15. But once I hit about 18 or 19, 
and you really start seeing more things and reading more books and seeing it in TV and in movies, you start mm-hmm. saying, hey, I, I can associate with that. Yeah. I remember feeling like that. I feel like that sometimes. Okay, okay, this is an actual thing. This isn't what everyone's going through. Yeah. This is a different state of being. This is a different state of living. And it's just, it hits you tough. Because I'll tell you, um, not to make fun of anything at all, but you feel, you just feel like you're the weirdo. You're strange. Mm-hmm. You're, you're broken. You're, oh, I don't belong. I got to live this life now as a, 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 they throw words around like crazy. I'm a crazy yeah. person. Gotcha. You know, so it's like, oh, I got to be medicated my whole life because, you know, my friends aren't going to understand. I can't tell my dad because, you know, fathers and sons, we love each other, but yeah. there's some things. They have expectations right. that you try to live up to. Right. And there's some things, you, yeah. don't, you know, fathers and sons don't really get into, especially in this day and age and in certain communities. Mm-hmm. Um, so. So when. So you so you're saying around like eighteen nineteen is Correct. when you started comprehending that hey this might be something that's going this is on something with me. I have to deal with and face and and look toward and uh, yeah that was that was very tough but as a person who doesn't smoke or drink yeah I didn't want to take all these medications I didn't want to take all gotcha. these medicines because you hear oh it's gonna make you feel like a zombie it's gonna yeah. take away your personality this and that and that's a scary thing as well you already don't feel like being here mm-hmm. if you ask if I can just be straightforward about it you already don't feel like being around so you're telling me that I want to take this life that's already beating me down yeah even if it's just in my head while there's nothing going on just mm-hmm. my anxiety and stress brought on from my own thoughts fighting against me and you're telling me that I need to make it worse just so I can survive it's not the brightest light at the yeah. end of the tunnel. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's, it's tough all around. It's very tough all around. I definitely feel a, a tangent coming. So I'll let you ask yeah. another question. No. So we can keep this. The, uh, yeah. And, and that's, it's weird because it, in our, how old are you? I'm 28. 28. So you're, you're still on that, on that range of like, they just had, they didn't have, like now you have things uh, that are like natural, like right. like right. people say marijuana. I'm mm-hmm. I'm a big I'm a big proponent of CBD oil. Right. Like I love I think CBD helps so many things, so many different. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. And I I've love that that's on the rise. That. And uh, yeah, it's but the, like my thing is because my biggest thing is there's two things that I have a lot of uh, not I don't want to say a lot of friends. But I have friends that came to talk to me, and I'm a very realist, like realist person. I'm right. not gonna just BS you, just try to make you feel no. better. So, like, and it was depression and divorce. Mm. And my parents are still together. My parents never went through a divorce. Yes, every parent, every parents have hard times, oh, yeah. but it didn't get bad. Uh, I didn't have to deal with domestic abuse at home. Right. So it's like I don't, I can't really give you that because I've never been through it. So I don't, I can't give you that sense of direction or thought. Right. Because I've I've never been a part of that. You care as a human yeah, being. Yeah, I mean I'm right. here. I, I'll be your earpiece and I'll give you my opinions on it, but I can't lead you or coach you in which direction to go. Well, I'll tell you. Sometimes that's really that's a big help. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to fully understand and feel it. Like, oh, you went through that. Well, here's the time where I went through that. Yeah. It's just so much as if there's anything you would like to say, I will sit here. I'll listen. Mm-hmm. I won't judge you. I'll be your ears just explode if you need to and that is a big help the 
Now, in your opinion, I know we're jumping all over the place here. Yep. And I don't want it to be, I don't want to necessarily be a timeline. I don't want it to just be like me and you sitting here talking about it. Right. right. If we got into a conversation about it. <clears throat> the, oh, where's mine? Where's mine? I, a, a, one of the beautiful Go Burrito bartenders has just handed just me a slipped a drink beverage. I'm, I'm testing right now. <laughs> I mean, back away from the microphone. But the uh, I, I've, done, I've done lost my train of thought or the beauty of that drink. Hey, it'll it'll happen. <laughs> but is is that? Do you feel that that is a big piece of like the growing rate of like suicides and the and people like depleting themselves through mental health? Yes, is I mean, that, that people aren't open about it and they won't talk about it, and they have friends that kind of shun away from it because they're scared to, to talk about it. It's so hard to talk about, and this sounds like I'm going on a ramble, but I have a point. Some of my heroes, because mm-hmm. I love, I'm a huge movie buff, yeah, and I'm huge into music, hence the DJ job. Yes, yes. So some of my heroes, even as a child, were guys like Robin Williams, mm-hmm. Chris Cornell, you know, these guys who eventually took their own lives, and with Robin Williams, people say, well, the, the happiest people, the funniest people are the ones hiding the darkest shadows, yeah. however the, the, yeah. you know, the meme wants to word it. And it's true because yeah. I think people say, well, Mark, you're always so sarcastic. You're so witty. You're funny. This isn't that. I'm not just tooting my own horn. It's just I know how I want to be. Yeah. And it's so I feel so down mm-hmm. often. Yeah. And I care about so many people that I want to keep them entertained. Gotcha. I want to keep them happy. I'll crack a joke. I want to make them smile. If there's something deep and dark going on, and I know I can kind of joke about it a little bit, I will right away. Yeah. Because I say, hey, man, I see you're, uh, you're a little upset. You're a little sad. I know how that feels all the time. I refuse to have you feel that way. Yeah. So let me be your clown. Let me be your Robin yeah. Williams. Like you know, you're, so. you're caring for everyone else. Makes you overlook taking care right. of yourself. It Definitely. It's like if I... But it's like the passion projects we brought yes. up at the beginning. Yes. If I put thought into helping you out, it takes my mind off myself. Yeah. Which is what all the passion and projects are And you're bringing are happiness about. to another being. Right. Which yeah. is a beautiful thing, and that makes me feel better. Well, that's what I, I have a theory on like famous people like Robin Williams, Chris Cornell, Chester Bennington, mm-hmm. and, and all this is. I feel like in in order to be very successful at something, you have to be success like you have to be obsessed. Yes. With it. yes. And I feel like a lot of obsession comes from getting away from running from something. Right. And I don't I don't do I think everyone that's very successful in any form. No, I don't think. I think some people are just born to do things, and they find out what that is and they do them and they're just the best at it. Right. But uh, that's that's where a lot of that's hidden is that they have dark places they're running from and with that obsession it takes it away from their mind it's definitely escapism yeah and fantasy that might be a better word for it two of the big things that ever since i was a kid that i've decided to put myself into were movies Mm -hmm. and how we know each other professional wrestling gotcha it's the storytelling it's the plot it's the action it gave me something to do with my dad it's just hiding yourself in something like that i mean i'm I'm a kid, and not to stereotype, yeah. but I'm a dude. Oh. So I've given myself the finishing move and oh, what yeah. my wrestling name would oh, be. Yeah. And, oh, man, this exactly. and that. What my music would be. No, That's this the beauty song, of no, this song. Yeah. You know, it's just hiding being another character. Like I said before, because everything comes around, I do plays in theater. Mm-hmm. And what do you do when you're plays in theater? Every day from 7 p.m. to 11 p.m., I get to be a different person. Yeah. And I get to be a different person every month and give myself my own backstory in my own life. So this That's life awesome. that... 
I led or the, the hardness I faced growing up, I get to erase. And I say, no, that, I'm not Mark that grew up, you know, doing this and that and living in Baltimore and yeah. mom being off doing this and the stuff I had to see growing up. It's um, the Scarecrow and the Wiz, I'm Riff Raff and Rocky yeah. Horror. I'm these people. This is my backstory. Yeah. You this is create your own persona. Right. And or your version of a persona. And it's just easier that way. Something I got into in high school was uh, a card game called Magic the Gathering. Yes. And I completely lost myself in Magic the Gathering because for people who do not know, that's a, a card playing game like your Pokemon and your yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh and, and things like that. And it gets a nerdy rep. So everybody's like, oh, Magic, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. But you get to meet so many interesting people and similar people and make friends and communicate and it, it helps you with your communication skills and your social skills and when I'm laying around at 3am I can't sleep and these thoughts are going through my head I can pick up my cards and just shuffle through them and read articles on the internet try to come up with different schemes and it's, it sounds nerdy yeah, but it's, hey. it's like you said it takes your mind off of it it's escapism it's putting myself in this fantasy that's a different world yeah and I completely it, understand it doesn't always work you know, I'm sure there's somebody listening right now saying, well, that doesn't work for me. And, and everyone's completely different, yeah. even though we share this trait of, of mental health and whether it be because of depression or bipolar, or multiple personality or exactly. what do you, whatever, you know, what have you. We're not the same. Yeah, you have I, you to know, find what works for you. Right. My story is going to be different from a lot of people. Somebody's going to hit you up on Facebook and say, this guy's completely right. And somebody's going to hit you up and say, this guy's completely wrong. Yeah. It's just meeting in the middle. That's the hard part. And yeah. which is why I'm sure you're doing this podcast. Mm -hmm. And that's a, uh, that's the difficult part. Yeah. Well, I, it's like, like I said before, it's this podcast is not the podcast, but th this series is about just people. If, if people, if anybody takes anything out of it, and I think a lot of, a lot of what preaches because I'm like, we're, we're working with the 1820 apparel company to do a t-shirt mm -hmm. and I, and, and they're letting me design it and I'm trying to like work out how, what I wanted to say, how I wanted to look yes, sir. to get the best, wh like the message I want, I, I want to give. And a lot of that is like just being open and talking. Right. Like, so if, if anybody takes anything from this series, it's just like, if you have a friend that you think like is just feeling down or they're changing or they're like, they, they just don't seem like themselves or they feel like they're in a rut, like just, Take take it take an hour or two just to sit down and talk with them, or or just say listen whenever you feel like this call me. So it's just to right. open that dialogue of conversation. And that's that's definitely one of the hardest things to do on either end because mm -hmm. on one side, oh Patrick, well you're you know I'm sure you have problems of your own. I don't want to bore you with mine. Yeah. I don't want to just throw this stuff on you. You're doing all these things. You're doing you know if you come to me happy about. 1820 and these shirts and yeah. you're like yes I got this going on yeah. and, and PWX is doing these big things and you're having fun why would I all of a sudden just say change. well Patrick I'm feeling down today yeah change the narrative why would I want to do that so it's hard to you feel like you're encroaching on other people you feel like you're Eeyore you know yeah. the yeah. you feel like, oh, I guess I'll come around and dampen that's your a good, day that's a very good analogy it's very it's very difficult to just and we live in a bit of a society now where apathy is so cool yeah and not caring is just so cool so it's like yeah i was feeling down but who cares man what movie's going on what are we doing today let's drink yeah. let's you know when really you should honestly sit and say wait what'd you say you're feeling down well yeah dude what's like, going yeah, on what's going on yeah and it's kind of tough for guys to to do that 
So, but it's, like I said before, it's the most help. I mean, it's just talking. Yeah, and that, that's, it's that's just talking the, about it. That's the biggest thing that I want to, that I want people to take. I want, I want them to learn from, uh, from the experiences you had and right. like how close you were to like the end and how you brought yourself out of it. Oh, which we that's can get what into we'll, that yeah, right that's now. what we'll get into it. And like that, like it, it's an experience. I want these conversations to be an experience of how, because every, if people like me, and I, I don't want to stereotype myself, but I can say from my experiences is when I think about people like suicide, okay. I'm like, how could anybody get that low? Like I've been in some shitty places in my yeah. life. I've been in some down spots. I have, I've never been like on the streets, no place to live right, or something right. like that. But I've been like to the point, but I've never had that thought go through my head. But so it's, that's that's like the hardest thing to and that's and we can get into that now if you're comfortable. Oh no! With it. Oh, we definitely can. That is that's that's one of the hardest thing it is for me. I don't hold it against people that have either attempted or have thoughts or this or that. But it's like I, I just want to understand, and I, I can I can kind of understand. I want to I don't want to sound naive and stupid or like judgmental of like oh you why would you do that? Yeah, yeah. That's not that's not where I'm going. It's just I want to try to understand that way. In a sense, if I have some a friend or someone that I know going that I can see going down that path, that I can recognize it and say It'll hey, pull them out a little. Bit. Yeah, and just grab their hand and pull them back up on the unlike Rose and the Titanic, like pull them she back was, up. She was terrible. She was. <laughs> Look, if there's one thing you take away from this podcast is don't be Rose. Yeah, don't be Rose. That's it. That's really what like, we're getting at Like here. reach down into the water. I don't care how cold it is. Grab the hand of Jack and if pull him back up. If that man is drowning, pull him, pull him up. up. Pull him up. Make exactly. room on the door. <laughs> but uh, no, I get what you're saying. And I, in a podcast like this, I knew coming in, I wanted to be as real as possible. Yeah. And whether people could handle that was up to them. But I want—I knew on my end, I was going to be as real, as honest as I could be, especially on a topic like this. And yeah, we're cracking jokes. But as I said before, that's just kind of something you got to do. It's a defense mechanism. Otherwise, I'd just be sitting here crying into your microphone. Yes. You know, and um, maybe that's what people expected when they clicked on this. But, um, you know, I definitely hide behind comedy a lot yeah. um, as a shield. But you were talking about it. When I was 20, mm-hmm. I hit a very bad patch and I you know we don't have the time of the day to for me to go into everything that was going on but it was it was a very dark time jobs and money and finance and finding a place to live and just family issues and things that were piling and piling and piling so I said well maybe it's time for me to make my exit yeah I was like if, if this is just what life is gonna be I was like I've been just sad since I was you know 12 and just if, if it's only gonna get worse then what's yeah. the point so it's just like I found a gun, and I remember going into my closet in my bedroom and just thinking it over. You know, it's not like it is on the movies. I didn't pick the saddest Radiohead song and sit and just scream, why me? It was just, you really sit and you just think, and it's a terrible feeling in your gut and in your chest, and it's just... It's physically uncomfortable. It is a physical feeling that you can feel. And you're just sitting there, and I really sat, and I said, okay, why would I live? No, that's not it. No, that's not it. No, that's not it either. And you're just really sitting there. And I just remember I started crying, Mm -hmm. and I was like, okay, nope, not doing this, not doing that. I don't know if we have any religious people out there listening, but I was like, maybe I'll be reincarnated maybe there's something bigger on the other side of the door something but because if yeah. this is it yeah then what is the point yeah so 
And my dad. So, so the crying initiated, like even diving even further. Oh, yeah, it down just the hole. made it worse. It was not cathartic at all. I was like, yeah, this is it. Now look at me now. Now I'm just worse. So I was, you know, staying with my father at the time, and he just happened to be home. And he just heard me. So I'm loading this gun, crying, yeah. and he just like he's like, what's going on here? Opens the door, and he just breaks down himself. Yeah, you know, as you can imagine, if there's parents out there seeing I'm a dad, I have two yeah. kids, and they're two boys, and just seeing your child, you know, he would talk to me later on, not the time jump, but he would talk to me later on about this and would say, well, I was wondering what I had done wrong. Yeah, well, I, I guess done that's what I was thinking when you when you said that is he yep. immediately realized that he has dropped the ball yes. at some point. Even though I could look him in the eye and say, Dad, you know, this is not your fault. Yeah. He didn't know that. There's always, yeah, you know as a parent, yeah. and I know as a new parent, like as a, right. like, yeah, a new parent. I mean, my son, he's, that, if he falls down while he's crawling, I'm like, oh, no, what could I have done? Yes, you yeah. know, that's just a parent thought. Oh, so yeah. just seeing me like this. You take... You take, you take the responsibility for everything. Everything. Mm-hmm. Everything. I've learned that very quickly. The good parents do anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you got to be out there watching them. And uh, so... Now, we, that don't mean to stop you. Okay. Do Now, were you have you ever been religious at all? I have. Currently, I can say I'm... Uh, no pun, but I'm up in the air about yeah. it. Uh, who knows what it is. I just feel like my religion is just, just be nice to people. Yeah, you never well, it's know. just like, do you feel like there's a higher power? Right. I feel like, like I feel like there's there could something. Be. There's something that, like, I think karma is real. Yes. And I think that there's something that drives us in the right direction, and because in, not to take away from your story, in my life, right. anytime that I've chosen not to go the direction I felt led, mm. it's come back to home. And it always will. And I, yeah, and I feel like there's something. I, I can't tell you what. You believe what you want to believe. Yes. I believe what I want to believe. Yep. But there's something that guides you. And there is karma and there is grace and there is like there's there's definitely something, you know, and, and the plot twist to this movie that we're writing right now. But mm-hmm. when all this was going on, I could admit to you, because I'm gonna keep it real, I was not a model human. Yeah. I was not being as nice as I could be to people. Yeah. I was twenty year old guy college oh, yeah. age. That's hard. You know, I was not treating women the way they should be treated. Mm-hmm. I was, maybe I was disrespecting some family members. and So, you know, I don't want you to think, oh, this nice Boy Scout was feeling down. No, I'm a human being. Yeah. And as a point, I am a it's human being. It's part of being. growing up. It's and, part of maturing. And that day, I just remember I voluntarily checked myself in okay. to a mental facility. Okay. And they, they take you to the hospital. And they now, the was this directly so, after this whole situation? It was that day. Okay. It was that day. It was like 10 minutes after. I was like, you mm-hmm. know, all right, you're right. I'm getting in the car. Did you just find somewhere? Yep. We went to the, just, uh, there's a place here in town, and the mm-hmm. name has changed, so I wish I could tell you what it was, just in case you're listening, but I'm it's like, where Kate Skate Rank used to be. Yeah, in the intro, um, uh, I'll give, like, different places that okay, I've researched good, good, of good, good. where you can get help. This kid knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. But, uh, and it was just rough. And they talk to you and they say, well, what's wrong? And they, you know, they do all that. And they run the tests and medicine and this. And they sent me to a facility in Kannapolis, mm-hmm. which was a, a great place. Yeah. I have nothing but good things to say about it. It's not like it is in the movies where they tie you down and this and that. No, it was great. We played Monopoly. And uh, you sit around and talk about how sad you are, which sounds like a terrible place. But it very much helped. I remember some of those people's faces. I hope they're all yeah. still doing okay. Because you, you're forced to bond. 
It's not like you get to go to the zoo and McDonald's every day. Yeah. You are in those rooms. You're waking up at a certain time, taking your meds, eating a certain meal, watching 20 minutes of a movie because that's your TV time, and then you hang out with each other until it's time for bed. Yeah. And that is what helped the most. Not the medicine they give you. Mm-hmm. It's being around people and saying, well, I went through this, this, and that. It's like, what? You went through that too? Yeah. I thought I was realizing, alone. Yeah, realizing you're not the only one. Yeah, like, and it's kind of silly when you hear certain things. It's like, oh, I thought I was the only person who had this happen to them and that happened to them. It's like, no, there's millions. And that's the point is that you're not alone at all. And it's, it sounds easy to say. Like, oh, yeah, you're not alone. You're yeah. fine. Be happy now. It's easy to say, hard to understand. Right. And, I, you know, I still battle this every day. It's not like after this, I was, like, jumped up, clicked my heels, and said, great, I'm cured. Yeah. I can be happy now for the rest of my life. This is stuff I battle all the time. See, today is a good day. Yeah. Today is what you call a good day. Mm-hmm. I got off the couch on my own, knew I had things to do today. The sun was out. Today was a good day. Yeah. But tomorrow now, could be terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Now, do you think, going back to going into like a system like placing yourself into right, a, right. like mental health is rehab mm-hmm. for lack of a better term do you think that like did those people not not to down or not to praise or talk down on the facility because we didn't name them yeah like do you think that that's an effective system I in re- place I think it is I really think it is because it's a change if what I was doing before was working mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been there in the first place yeah so it taught me to build myself a nice circle. It taught me to be more open. You know, mm-hmm. we didn't pass around a, a feeling stick or anything, but I've gotten to the point now, especially as you get older yeah. and meet more people who have been through what you've been through. If something's going on, I can call up one of my best friends and say, hey, man, I'm having a rough day. Yeah. You just want to get some, you know, Wendy's and yeah. sit and talk for a little bit. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because my best friend is going through the same thing. Yeah. Uh, I won't name drop him, but he's he's just come into it, I'll say, about a year ago. He actually sat me down and said, hey, man, I think I'm severely depressed. Yeah. Like, I think I've really had thoughts of killing myself lately. It's It's been rough. And mm-hmm. we spoke about it. And he, yeah. he knew he could come to me. Mm-hmm. Um, now, did he know your backstory? Of course. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. He know, we've known each other since sixth grade. He was gotcha. one of the first people I told when gotcha. I was going in. And when I when I came out, it was in there for twelve days. Okay, that's what I was about to ask. Mm-hmm. How long? Yep, it cut off from the outside world. That's that's I think that's probably the most beautiful part of it. It really is because you it forces you to look at it. You can't sit in there and make your little jokes. Mm-hmm. You don't get to watch the wrestling. I didn't have my magic cards. Yeah, it's time to sit because mm-hmm. you almost took your own life. Yeah, you, you realized how deep it. you were in it. Yeah, you literally had the gun in your hand. God. And you were crying, and you, I sorted through all those thoughts about why I should live, and I didn't come up with any. And I would be lying to you if I didn't say this still happens to this day. Mm-hmm. Like of, it, you, it, of you questioning? It doesn't go away. Like the medicine has, helps. No, has, has your children? It definitely helps. Helps? Okay. I'm at the point now where... Like you, you, yeah. you, the, your narrative now is I have to be there for them. I have to stay here for them. You have a reason. It's like even if life sucks and everything's terrible and everything's shitty. And, yeah. And it's like... You have two? Yes. Yeah, like you, you got two these, boys you got to look after. These so little angels right. you got to take care it's of. It's like, so things are going terrible with you right now, but let's make sure they're not going through the same thing. But in a sense, does that, does part of that hurt as well? Because then you have to be the man 
Yes. So you have to put on this persona even when you're even on your bad day. It's more of a clown outfit. I'm just yeah. adding more paint to the face. Yeah. You know, it's uh this I don't know if the story's gonna have a happy ending or not, because my story's not over yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like does he this Mark Anderson guy on his podcast, does he make it to seventy or should I check the obituary next week? I don't know. Nah. I but I what think, I, I think do you got know, more of a hold of it than you're giving yourself. What credit. I do know is I have reasons to live yeah. and their names are Mason and Elias mm-hmm. and they're beautiful kids. I could be biased, but I feel like they're beautiful kids. And, uh, do other like, people tell you they're beautiful kids? They do. Right, then, then they're I, had a, kids. I had a girl that's, tell that's me the big thing. that my son was a, a, a very beautiful girl. <laughs> she said, you have such a beautiful girl. I said, well, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. We've had, I've had, I've had that a few times. It's usually oh. older people. Right. Yeah. 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 It's like, Oh, she's so cute. It's like, well, Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I get what you're trying to say. I, I appreciate, appreciate it. it. I appreciate the gesture. <laughs> he doesn't get that from me. I'll tell you that. We're, you know, we're lucky we're on the radio because I, I got a face for, uh, for audio podcasts. <laughs> but uh, luckily, the, the mom's doing okay. I got people, people tell me that I'm decent looking, but I don't think so. Uh, let me like tell you I'm something. Not. If you've never met this man, <laughs> the sun is only out because it knew Patrick was going to be out today. That's it. <laughs> Making me sweat. I played, I played golf yesterday, <laughs> oh, and man. I sweated my ass off. Was it, was it 100 degrees? Oh, yeah. Always. Sweat my ass off, and I came up here, and, I, and I, told, I even told my girlfriend before I left, I was like, we might do it in the middle room, because I was out of the park today when it was 100 degrees, and I was right. sweating my ass off. And I was like, right. I don't feel like sweating anymore. Yeah. And now I yeah, say yeah, yeah, sweat. Yeah. It's like, there you go. Oh, yeah. And now, it, was, it was Father's Day yesterday. And, uh, yes. Now, to, to build on that, do you feel... Have you, have you ever talked to your dad again about it? Yes. We've brought it up a couple times. Did, did he feel like something was pushed, pulling him to go check on you? I, I, no. I think he just heard me. He heard noise and was just curious about what it was. And luckily, he just happened to be home. I say luckily now. Yeah. It was not luckily at the time. Yeah. But because now I get to be that's here. Inter- that's an interesting thought, too, is... What what what, what drew like how many times know? has he heard something you in your room or doing something and he didn't check on he just let it go yeah boys being and boys. that and that one time he checked he, in he checked you know who knows like maybe he was checking it's in divine to divine intervention to man say food is ready who knows yeah I'm not trying to put stuff in your head oh no I'm just no, saying no, no, that's no. interesting it's very interesting because it. it's it's a good plot twist like it's it's good that he was there I feel like I, I was talking to uh, a person today I'll tell you after I get off the right podcast. And uh, they're going through some things and having some surgeries. And uh, they were like, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do once I heal up. And I said, dude, you just, you're on your journey, man. Mm-hmm. Like, you just, I mean, every every twist and turn in your journey is not going to be at your, at your liking or your approval. Not at all. You just have to follow. You just have to trust in it. Trust, trust in your destination. And that's, that's, that's really all you could do. Because like mm-hmm. I said, I survived. And now I got to have two boys. Yeah. So there we go. And I got to do more plays. And I got mm-hmm. to meet some fascinating people. This handsome man is sitting across from me right yeah. now. And I got to meet, you know, the legend known as Christian Dutch. And I yeah. got to meet so many people. So there's, there's always reasons. When you're sitting there and you're saying there's no reason to live, I've sorted through the facts. I made a pros and cons list. I'm done. That is your brain. That is the chemicals. I'm not a doctor, Patrick. Yeah. So I, Neither am I. I'm going to get there. <laughs> It's fighting you. It's trying to take you out. I don't know what it is, but trust me. It's like someone told, gave me good advice the other day. I was arguing with a, a woman friend of mine, mm-hmm. and they said, just type out an angry text, yeah, and then don't hit send. And then just erase it. And that helped. 
because yeah. you get it out of your system. It's like just when you feel like it's done, I know you're going to think, why is this guy giving such shitty advice? But honestly, just wait. Yeah. That's, I've learned honestly. that. I've learned that too. Yeah, I wish there was some big speech I could I could give on this podcast or some like secret device. Like, well, this is how I've survived, Patrick. Oh, and somebody's like, oh shit, yeah. that's good. But honestly, just wait. Yeah. Because there are good things. Well, I tell people, in advice, some advice that I give people is don't make decisions in a negative space. Right. Right. Like, because your mind is going to think negative about everything. If you if you if you just got your biggest paycheck you've ever gotten before, mm-hmm. and you got a beautiful girlfriend or wife, and you ask yourself, "Oh, is life good?" You're gonna say, "Yeah, yeah, yeah life's like, good." Look at this. This is amazing. It's perfect. If if you and your girlfriend or wife just split up or broke up, you just lost your job, and you're trying to figure out where you are in life, right. you ask yourself, "Is life good?" Of course, you're gonna say, "No, it's not." Yeah, it's like, come on. Yeah. Oh, is this life? This yeah. is terrible. Yeah, there's peaks and valleys. More things will come. You know. Uh, uh, it's Pride Month, mm-hmm. um, and there was something in the LGBT community that came up on YouTube like a couple of years ago. It was the, the It Gets Better movement. Yeah. yeah. And that It Gets Better movement can be used for so many different things. Yeah. Because it really does. And I, like I said earlier, tomorrow I could wake up and be like, what the hell was I talking about? It's raining outside. You know, I'm not going to get to see my son today. Yeah. I'm staying on the couch. I'm done. Mm-hmm. And then Friday comes along, and it's like, wow, what a beautiful day. That's the curse. I yeah. don't know when it's going to happen. Yeah. I could be talking out my ass. Like, it's just, you never know. And that's why I say just wait. Just wait. Because beautiful things will happen. You, if you go through a year, 365 straight days, you wrote it down. January 1st, this shitty thing happened. December 31st, this terrible thing happened. The whole year. Mm-hmm. Keep waiting. Yeah. I swear. I swanee. <laughs> and, you, and you can't just sit around. That's the easy part. Oh, that's the easy part. Yeah. The easiest thing in the entire world is the sitting around. And I've done that so many times. The hard part is getting up and facing this crappy day you're about to have. Mm-hmm. And that is the hard part. And, and, you know, like I said, escapism. Find something. Find a good book. Even if you don't feel like reading. Like, a good book. No, I'm not reading. Life sucks try it watch the show you used to watch as a, a kid and if you are a kid i don't know the age range on your podcast i know i said I shitty 50 times i don't either i'll say it 51 times <laughs> no, we, we've had people cuss way worse than that <laughs> yeah, yeah so if you're I don't, a I don't kid have to put, i don't have just, to put like parental advisory right, right. or things you <laughs> just wait you you might meet a new friend that girl you like might talk to you i don't know all that oh, boy that's you the like best feeling in the world you. man it is oh, that's the man. only like i love my girlfriend I loved my ex-wife. Right, I loved right. my girlfriend. The worst part about growing up and finding... The, the best part is finding your soulmate. Exactly. And spending spending every day with your soulmate. The worst part is you give up that feeling of the girl that you always wanted to talk to you, finally talking to you and saying, yes, let's go out sometime. The introduction is over. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, if you could bottle that and sell it, you'd be right. a millionaire. That, it, there, oh, there would be no oh. need for this podcast. Oh. I'll tell you, like, that is it. Yeah. And when you're not even trying, no. they come up to you. Oh, Hey, yeah. well, I noticed you're, uh, you want to help me with my homework? Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. I very much yes, do. I don't I know do. what the hell this is, but I'll help. <laughs> yes. We're both going to fail, but. <laughs> I'll do my what, best. Let's see what happens. This is going to be the happiest 55 I've ever made on a test in my life. And now we'll, we'll finish with this because I know you got to get, you got to get to play practice. Yes, sir. The, do you, have you had any like systems in place that you set up yourself? To cope with, like, you've you talked about identifying where you are mentally. 
at the first of the day. Mm-hmm. Do you have any like steps in place to like better the day or step over that first initial like speed bump? Music. Okay. Music, as I stated before, is huge to me. And I know if you talk to anybody, there we go. Now we know what time it is. Seven o'clock on the dot. They say music is life. But to some people, music is life. Yes. Literally. Yes. And it's certain songs I listen to. I have a Spotify playlist. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless this isn't on Spotify and it's on iTunes. It is on Spotify. In case. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> I don't want to promote it's anything. On Apple, you know Spotify, and Stitcher. Whatever you use, yeah. make yourself a music playlist and put some sad songs on there. And put yeah. some happy songs on. And I love to dance. Dance around. Be silly. Definitely. Be goofy. I got some goofy-ass friends I can Hell, talk to. Oh, yeah. And I know I can look at pictures of my kid, and then I can go see them. They live around the street. And I can go talk to them, and it's just, that is my system. Yeah. That is my system. And that's not going to work for everybody, but you have to find it. Take a, take, take 24 hours to find it. Write down things that make you happy. And it, it helps if it's things that you can not only do alone, but can do with other people as well. Yes. Like, I can play Magic by myself if I'm just testing, mm-hmm. but I can do it in a big old group. Yep. And I can take a shower and give a fake Grammy Award winning speech. Yeah. Accept my award for best actor, and it makes me smile. And then I go out and actually do a play. Love it. And I love movies, and they make me happy. And I saw two movies yesterday, Godzilla and Shaft, and that made me oh, happy. Are they good? Have you seen Aladdin? Well, I did see Aladdin. Do we want to get into that right now? I don't know. I don't, I don't know that we have time. <laughs> You're trying to make me sad again. <laughs> Aladdin was okay. Let's say that. Let's say I love the animated version as a kid, and we'll stop right there. Okay. okay. <laughs> Everybody has their opinions. Everybody has their opinions. That's okay, and that's okay. But Godzilla and Chef? I, I enjoyed both those. I enjoyed both those. Awesome. I enjoyed both those. All right, buddy. I don't want to hold you from play practice. Give another shout-out for the play that you're practicing for. The Wiz. If you do not know The Wiz, it was a play that came out in the 70s. It is an African-American version of The Wizard of Oz. The movie starred Diana Ross and Michael Jackson. It's a hit, and it will be in Salisbury, North Carolina, at the Moroni Theater uh, the last weekend of July, the first weekend of August. You should probably get your tickets now, Patrick, because it's going to sell out. I need you there. Okay. We need you there. I'm there, at least one. I'll, I'll put it on my Instagram so you know. I'm not lying. And now I'll find you afterwards. When I get nervous, I'm, I'm looking for you. Oh, yeah. If I don't see you I in the audience. Be, I won't be there every night. Okay. I'll be there one night. I'll let you know when I'm going right. to be there. He's going to like the show the first bring, night. He's going to be there every night. I'll bring the, the Dutch with me. Oh, he's, he's going to need to be there. Too. He needs a little soul in his life. I love it. Yeah, yeah, I, love yeah. I want to see Dutch get up and dance. Yes. That's what definitely. keeps me going, Patrick, is, is thinking about maybe I'll see Dutch dance one day. Have you never seen him dance? I have not. Oh. I have not. We need to make that happen. Dude. We do. We do. And on a, on a, a video setting, we yes. will have that happen. Yes. <laughs> All right, Marty, I appreciate you sitting down with me. Sir, thank you so much for uh, for allowing me to do this. I know we joked around a lot. Mm-hmm. It is a very serious issue, but as I said before, joking is just how I get through it, Patrick. That's it. You got to put the smile on, and I wanted your listeners to know that they they can laugh. It is okay to laugh. Yes. It is okay, no matter what you're talking about. If it's okay with the person you're sitting across from, it's okay to laugh. It's okay to be happy. It's Damn all right. right. Love it. Yes, sir. Hi, Mark. Thanks, man. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Tuesday Special Podcast. Find all of our old episodes at TuesdaySpecials.com. That's TuesdaySpecial.com. Yeah, whatever. I don't care. All right. Thank you. Yeah.